Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. All that Paul afterwards revealed in Romans and Galatians and Ephesians about Jesus and him being raised up in a name above every name, that hadn't been revealed yet. They just knew what Jesus said. They did not know that Jesus had given them the right to use that name and that they entered into the fullness of all he had provided. They just acted on what he said in simplicity. Now it seems to me that that's all we need to do today. But we complicate the matter so. Bless our hearts. No wonder Jesus said, except ye be converted and become as little children, you'll no wise enter the kingdom of God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, The Name of Jesus, Volume 2 by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Now, here's another verse. Here's another verse. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Him, that's Jesus, who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. That's in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're in Him. We're in Him. And we're the righteousness of God. Just as righteous as Jesus is. And that's the way God looks at us. Now when that dawns on us, when we realize that, when we know that, we'll make heaven glad and hell afraid of us. Amen. Amen. Now, you see, this, uh, this unlimited use of the name of Jesus reveals to us the implicit confidence that God the Father has in the church. Remember, he's a faith God. And he's exhibiting his faith. This in itself is a challenge. The simplicity of Peter's use. We read it there in the third chapter of the Acts. The simplicity of Peter's use of the name of Jesus in the book of Acts compels us to believe that Peter knew he was acting in Jesus' stead with the same authority that Jesus had, such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, see, he had the name, rise and walk. And the man did. Now you'll notice that Peter does not stop to pray for this sick one. All he does is say, in Jesus' name, the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Now there is no hint, listen carefully now, there is no hint that he attempted to exercise what we call faith in any manner. You see, it just simply reduced itself to a simple business proposition with the early church. They remembered what Jesus said. They remembered what Jesus said and they believed that it was true. And they acted upon it. Now what did he say to them? Well, go back there to the 14th chapter of John. We looked at it several times. We can look at it again. 14th chapter of John. The 13th and 14th verses. He said, whatsoever ye ask in my name, I'll do it. 
that the Father may be glorified the Son. No, that isn't prayer there. 16th chapter of John, that's prayer. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. Here, he said, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. The Greek word ask there also means demand. Look it up in any Greek concordance. Literally, it reads, whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. And Peter just demanded that that man get up and walk in Jesus' name. <laughs> Glory to God, you see. And he did. Now, you see, the early church, they didn't argue about it. They did not worry about it. They did not stop to analyze what it meant. All they did was just act on the words of Jesus. He said, whatever you demand in my name, I'll do it. And Peter demanded that lame man get up and walk in Jesus' name. Glory. Isn't that right? Now, they didn't understand all that Paul afterwards revealed in Romans and Galatians and Ephesians about Jesus and him being raised up in a name above every name. That hadn't been revealed yet. They just knew what Jesus said. They did not know that Jesus had given them the right to use that name and that they entered into the fullness of all he had provided. They just acted on what he said in simplicity. Now it seems to me that that's all we need to do today. But we complicate the matter so. Bless our hearts. No wonder Jesus said, except ye be converted and become as little children, you'll no wise enter the kingdom of God child just has a simplicity to act on what you tell him. You see, Jesus said, in my name, ye shall cast out demons. In my name, ye shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now that was given to believers, and we're believers. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it you. That's a declaration that is simple enough for anyone to understand. We've been, as we've gone over the ground in these lessons, we've been baptized into that name publicly, and spiritually. We've been put into Christ by the new birth so that we are now in the vine as one with the branches. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branch, branches, and the vine is Christ, and we're one with him. You look at a tree out here, you don't think of the branches and the main part of the tree as being two different things. It's all one tree. Jesus plainly said in the 15th chapter of John's gospel, I am the vine, ye are the branches. Now where does the fruit grow? Where is the fruit produced? It's because of the vine life. Bless God, but it's produced out there on the branches. We should be doing the works of Christ. We are in Christ. And being in Christ, we have the right to use his name. So in that name, we act representing him. Now this glorifies God the Father. See, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. That glorifies God the, the Father. It magnifies Jesus. It answers the need of humanity. Here is supernatural power that's available to every believer. Where is it? I don't feel it, somebody said. It's in the name. You don't have to feel it. Feeling it hasn't got anything to do with it. Amen. Hasn't got a thing in the world to do with it. It's in the name. It's all wrapped up in the name. Don't go by feelings. I've heard Pentecostal full gospel preachers say, 
because the service was a little dull. They'd even announced it's going to have a healing service. But they said, well, you couldn't pray for the sick in the atmosphere like this. See, their faith's in the atmosphere. You couldn't pray for the sick. I've heard them say in an atmosphere like this. And they just didn't do it. Remember, I was preaching one time down in East Texas. And I'll tell you, there was such a dead service. There was such a dull service. See, we'd been going a long time, running long, meeting people up late every night, you know. And the devil said to me, as, as we would think naturally, well, if I was you, I'd just hurry up and, and quit preaching, just dismiss them. Wouldn't even give them all. Just dismiss them, send them home. Let them go to good night's rest, you know, and it'll be different tomorrow night. People's been up late every night, you know, and they're getting tired now because we're over here in the third week now of meeting. We ran it four. We was over in the third week of meeting. I didn't pay a bit of attention in the world today. I didn't feel anything. I'll be honest with you. It was dead. It was dull. But bless God, I like it when the devil challenges me. I'm going to challenge him. So I just finished my sermon and challenged him. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I said it in faith. I said it because I had the name of Jesus. I didn't feel anything. If I'd have gone by my feelings, I'd have crawled out the door and went home. To tell you the real truth about it, if I'd gone by my feelings, I'd have had them all praying for me and said I'm backslid. <laughs> That's the way I felt. Never felt so dead. Never felt so listless. Never felt so far away from God in my life. But I don't go by feeling. Sure, anybody feels that way sometimes. That hadn't got a thing in the world to do with it. I go by what the Bible said, not what I feel. So I challenged the congregation. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. Tell you what I'll do. No matter what's wrong with you, the first person down here that's sick, I'll lay hands on you in Jesus' name and you'll be healed right here in front of everybody. Well, you'd think, bless God, somebody would get down there with a headache first, you know. <laughs> but nobody moved. Nobody moved. And right out here in front, a poor old fella finally got up and got on a couple of sticks. One in each hand. One of them extended on up here like a crutch. It's just really a stick. It must have been made out of a limb, tree limb or something. And it really it was a crutch and the other was just a stick. And his knees and legs was all twisted and, and, and nobody moved. They just watched him with their mouths open, you know. And here he come down the aisle. Well, the thought went through my mind. Surely I could have got something, you know, that's not that far. But I'd already said it. And here the fella came shuffling along. But I laid hands on him in the name of Jesus. He laid his sticks down and was healed instantly. Hallelujah. Now I said, I'll tell you something else. They say the crowd sat there and looked in amazement. I said, I'll tell you what else we're going to do now before we change the order of the service. The first person down here that needs a baptism, the Holy Ghost, never been filled, the Holy Ghost spoke to you, you get down here and I'll lay hands on you, you'll talk with tongues instantly. Well, there's encouraged, then somebody jumped and ran. I touched them and they started talking in tongues. Then that thing come unglued. You talk about a service. You see, the name did it all. I didn't wait for the power to come. I didn't have time to stop and fast about it. The name of Jesus belongs to me, whether I fast or whether I don't fast. Don't misunderstand me. I believe in fasting. The name of Jesus belongs to me, whether I pray or don't pray. Don't misunderstand me. I believe in praying. But my fasting and my praying doesn't change that. The name of Jesus still belongs to me. Just like this. You got an automobile. Did you drive an automobile to church tonight? Well, if you fast all day tomorrow, it won't change it. The automobile still belongs to you. And if you pray all night, still your car. Amen. Is that right? Amen. And so the name of Jesus belongs to us. Blessed be God. Let's know something about what is our inheritance and pick it up and start using it. Bold. Be bold about it. Praise God. 
It's not a question of who it belongs to. Here's supernatural power that's available to every believer. It belongs to the church. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. So that means the name belongs to them. It's not a question of education. Thank God for education. I believe in education. But you see there in that third chapter of Acts, if you want to read it a little more closely, that we referred to this Peter and this man at the gate called Beautiful. Peter and John, after the healing of this man, were taken in question and were threatened by the authorities and commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. They were afraid of that name. That's what they were afraid of. And it said that they took knowledge of these disciples, that they were ignorant and unlearned men, but they took knowledge of them that they'd been with Jesus. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the three-CD series by Ken Hagan, Don't Let Your Stress Become Distress. For $21, get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, you can watch us on Roku you can watch us online. There's many ways that you can watch us. So we just encourage you to go to rhema.org and you'll find us everywhere. That's right. That's right. Make plans to join us here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, this February 17th through 22nd for Winter Bible Seminar 2013. Powerful teaching, dynamic worship, plus much more. Get all the details now online today at rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.